everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your host, Phil Pinsky, Phil Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 161 for December 5th, 2018. This is an all-West Coast episode. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make, Build, Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, a Jimmy DeResta. <laughs> wow, did that sound way better than that stupid horn we normally hear. Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Keith Decent, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Mike Jeffcoat, Jim Bashirs, Brad Dudenhofer, Paul Jackman, and the boys over at Maybe I've Said Too Much, Barry Custom, Creator Nader, and Gangi and Pop Pop Makerspace. You know, um, you, you said those boys <coughs> over at Maybe Podcast. I did uh, say that. I, I got to talk, you know, I, I don't really listen to their podcast, but I have it on at work. Yeah. And sometimes that's good because, well, I mean, you've you've heard the podcast before. Yes, it's awful. Yeah. Um, sometimes though, it's it. I'll okay. This last episode, it was called Imagination, which they might have forgotten that you know we've already had a show total a long time yeah. ago. Total ripoff yeah. from us. Right. But so this is what I got from that listening to it in the background while I was working today. Apparently, Mike went to New York. Izzy imagined his body. Someone started swearing. A baby was born, and now Joel is a grandfather. The only thing that's true is that Joel's a grandfather. But I'm telling you, everything else is part of that podcast. It's, it's, I don't know how, how it happened, but that's, that's what I got out of it. But we do love those guys, and, and, I, and Mike did something that I would like to um, pass on as well. Is he mentioned that there are a few other podcasts out there. There's uh, Makers International, and there's Dusty Life, and The Geeks, and... And uh, the fools with tools, and, and um, we're all part of this community. And, and he was saying, if you, if you're listening to us, you should be listening to those other podcasts as well. They're not as good as we are, but right, you know, I don't really out. subscribe to peer pressure. So, well, that's why I want to make it more of a um, just do what I tell you and and don't think about it. It's easier that way. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you sound a lot like my wife. Terrific. Well, my hair's getting long. Yes. Actually, for a second, when you when I first pulled up the Skype call, I was like, Warren? Warren, is that you? <laughs> wow. When you blow dry your hair, Bill, I mean, uh, something yeah, happens. Right? I'm telling you. A little you. magic. Yeah. Yeah. Casey's getting me some product very soon because apparently I need it. As always, I agree with your wife. Yes, that that would be the smart thing to do. Yeah, I mean sight unseen, I'd agree with her. So, <laughs> uh, what, are you still working? I, get, I always have to ask the question: What are we working on? I assume yeah. that you are. Yeah. So I, I am. Um, what's new though is is um, so the in the current salon space, one of the things that they learned I didn't build for them, but the contractor made for them was uh, they call it the color bar area and that's where they mix the hair color. And there's okay. a little sink there and it's a very, very shallow sink. So over the course of the last five years you can imagine rinsing out these bowls and stuff with this hair color dye in it. In yeah. a shallow tiny sink, it splashed up all over the place and it's it's been a mess. So Casey went ahead and ordered a sink that they would much rather use. And it's basically it's the size of one of those farmhouse type style sinks so it's okay the size of two garage laundry uh tub type things anyway so i got to build a color bar uh cleaning area or mixing area around that but it's kind of neat because i'm starting with a sink and i'm going to build uh everything else around it and it goes up against this wall so it, it, that's kind of neat anyway i got that from uh, uh, FedEx today or the other day, and I opened it. Was, I was, oh, I, yeah, they said they didn't want a little sink anymore. Okay, honey, can you help me lift this, please? Yeah, it's one of those like dog washing sinks, pretty much. Yeah, That's too fun. <laughs> so, did you do you have to measure like Casey's hip height to, to build under this thing to know where you should be putting it? Well, see, this is what I'm going to do because it's an on. Uh, I'm going to make it look like an on top or a vessel, right? Which is uh, the sink that sits on top, as opposed to whatever. So right. I can make it to whatever height I want. 
So okay. the sink itself, I'm thinking, will sit on a on a base that will make it um, uh, user friendly enough for them to to reach into it like a regular sink. So it's just like doing dishes, but maybe a little bit lower. Okay. And then next to that, it will come up and go over, and there will be like a workbench where the the color, the mixing color things are hanging on the wall. Right. So they can mix and stuff over here. They can wash and rinse over here, basically. And Very it'll look cool. cool. Yeah, it'll look really cool. So, of course, maybe it's of, some uh, kind of an homage to the previous one. You could splash some color on the wall. Uh, no, no, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> Again, I didn't design that part of the the salon. That was something that the contractor put in, and uh, it was. But it's a live and learn thing. They were just trying. Okay, we don't have a lot of space. You know, maybe we'll just get this little tiny sink. Uh, right. Just, yeah, and it just didn't work out. And in fact, it was so shallow, and it sat on top of this big like IKEA drawer counter that he bought for it right so the okay. drain the drain pipe if you can imagine instead of going down and doing the loop it almost yeah. came right out from the bottom and made a 90 degree it went went to the side so wow. you can imagine how easily that got clogged up because it didn't so have there was any. no there was no p-trap uh no oh that's awful but it, well there was but not underneath the sink Okay. So, so, so the P trap, yeah, for the smell, the sewer gas, yeah, that no, there was a trap on it, but directly under the sink, it took a ninety and it and it went way back behind this counter. So you couldn't get to it. So it it's it, it was just awful. It was just yeah. awful. This thing was always draining slow, always getting okay. clogged up. You know. Anyway, so That's, now they're gonna they're gonna have a big old sink monster monstrosity manly bill built bad boy, as every women's salon ought to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How about that's great. you, man? You've been—I know you're busy, busy with work. Uh, you got to spend some time with the fam. I know, though, a little bit, right? Yep. Yep. I also got to spend a little bit of time in the garage. I—I uh, I was telling you in the pre-show that uh, actually before we were on air, I think uh, yep. maybe it was the pre-show. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to that thing. But um, I was talking about prototypes. Because I've built like probably four of them for this customer that wants to do like this really high end branded <clears throat> tray thing. Right. So so I'm on I just sent them my fourth iteration and it got to the point where listen, I'm always happy to do a prototype and you know, we can figure it out, make sure that it's exactly what the customer wants. But once we got to like number three, I was like, Listen, I will do this number four, but I have to charge you. Yeah. So, and I'm sure they, they were okay with that. Yeah, right away. Yeah. Right or like yeah. so, I said, "Listen, I'm going to charge you a hundred dollars for basically design time and materials. Like, I'm not even charging for the labor involved." Um, but it, they were like, "Okay, no problem." But I think we finally are getting to a, a closer point as far as finish. I also started um, a cabinet for uh, for my daughter. We're building her an art center. So oh, that's I got awesome. some. Yeah, I'm excited. We got uh, I got some some melamine sheet. Okay. And and I built the basic cabinet, except that I built I, I bought fifteen and a half wide inch strips of melanine eight feet long. Okay. okay. And I did that because basically I was gonna build a fifteen and a half inch deep cabinet. So okay. half the work's already done, right? And so I got two that were just regular and then one that had the uh or all already the, the shelf pins drilled into it. Okay. So I got real clever. I took some of my shelf pins, broke the plastic off, so I just had the metal pins on. Okay. And then I stuck them into the alignment. I basically cut two oversized pieces and used those shelf pins as alignment pins, so then I could cut them both, and they would perfectly match up when I opened them up again. That's actually pretty clever. I, I thought so. I, I was pretty proud of myself for five minutes. Um, but then when I finally built out the cabinet so that it had a top, a middle, and a bottom because I was going to make some adjustable shelves, but I wanted three shelves to be rigid so for some structure to it. And then I was like, okay, now i got to build the doors. Oh, wait, this thing is about an inch and a half too wide for the 15 and a half inch wide panels that I got. I should have built it around those dimensions. So I was like, okay, no problem. I'll just take it apart and cut the three middle supports shorter and it'll make the whole thing fine. So I unscrewed one two and then on the third one the whole thing collapsed because there was nothing supporting the side piece and I gouged my hand something fierce like there was blood everywhere and I was like yay I'm a moron so the uh, the title of this week's episode is it takes two 
And in this specific situation, I think it takes two minutes to think through what's going to happen when you <laughs> when you undo something. So, so let I, me let me ask you this: Could you have literally taken that whole cabinet? So you you built it, but it was too wide. It was sixteen and a half inches. Well, it was now thirty three inches wide or thirty two inches wide when it needed to be something like thirty and a half inches wide. Okay, so could you have just sat that thing? on the table saw and done like you would do a normal box like when you yeah you, you know what too i mean big. too, too big. big and i would have run through screws that were holding the side pieces together oh what's a blade come on no but then no really all i need to do is undo the screws and then run the, the three I, pieces yeah, yeah, through yeah, the yeah, saw yeah. done so but anyways i walked away from the project because it was the night before i was traveling and i figured you know what First of all, I had to like really like this was a nice gouge in the hand, so I had to I had to wrap it up, and I was like, once I'm doing that, okay, I'll just finish this when I get back. There's no specific urgency for an art corner. Next time, lay it down. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. That that goes under the two minutes. You know, yeah, thinking two things through. Thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was I would have done that because well, my it takes two. Is, it it takes two podcasters to figure out what you did wrong. Correct. It's all correct. you need. You don't need it, any more than that. It takes us, and of course, yeah. my wife. So. Yeah, but she's not a podcaster. She's just an Correct. amazing person. I mean, Correct. You know, yeah. Right. Well said. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's what that's what I'm up to, um, and and I've been getting some like some orders on Etsy. <clears throat> so the next be. few weeks Time are pretty well planned out. Tis the season. Yeah. Tis the season. Uh, I've got three step stools to do. Okay. That have come in, and actually they're Etsy orders, but they're all repeats. Nuh-uh. Hey, you did yeah. Hey, you did my son. I want to do one for my daughter now. Hey, you did one for my sister. I want to do one for my son now. I was like, that's pretty cool, I have that, to say. That is cool. That means that last year somebody got a present that somebody else wanted and they had to wait a whole other year to make that happen. That's very cool. Could be. Could be. Or that, you know, that's just the word is getting out there in a very in a very wide, like I'm a small, I'm a tiny fish in an ocean of that is Etsy, but... This tiny fish is, is getting noticed, so that's, that was pretty cool. I, th- I was really excited when I saw it. And, like, like three separate customers from different po- – two from the U.S., one from Canada, and they were, hey, you did one for me or one for one of my relatives. I would like one as well. Could you do this? I'm like, that's great, yeah. though. I mean, you're basically you're causing um, distress in the family, arguing over who gets what. They're, that's brilliant, Phil. Yeah, no, that that's yeah. certainly my, my goal. So, yeah, yeah no, well, yeah. No, that's yeah, super cool, good. man. It's super cool. That's yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. excited about it. Um, so that's basically what I'm what I'm working on. Um, and as I said before, the topic this week is it takes two. And of course, that is a jab at at Tim for not making it this week. Um, he is. What is he doing anyway? I, I have I forgot. I know he told skirting us skirting his responsibilities. Well, besides that, uh, he's and probably some time wearing off a skirt while he's doing it. That's what that means. Yeah, yeah, skirting your responsibilities. It's, it's, that's right. Yeah. I so mean, he, if there's he, anyone I know who does not take his responsibility seriously, oh Tim, for sure. Timothy J. Sway. That's right. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, no, seriously, he is. He's just taking some well-deserved time off with his family. Allegedly, that's what he told us anyway. Um, and uh, we are giving him a little bit of a heck about that. But uh, so that's that's the topic. Uh, you know, it takes two. So. We're just giving him a jab at it, but uh, but Bill and I are gonna do our best to you know throw some vegetarian muddle, or vegan comments mu- in there and muddle through the best yeah, that we can. We'll do we'll do our best, Tim. We just it's not gonna be as pro or as preachy, no. But uh, we'll do and our you best. You know, I, I guarantee you, by the end of this podcast, he's gonna get his broccoli all steamed. I gotta tell you, he's taking some time off. I hope I hope his broccoli's getting steamed for him. That's true. You don't you know want to have to. Yeah, you don't want to have to cook for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, <clears throat> so, it takes two. Couple of meanings for that. Um, talking about this prototype thing. Usually, when I build something new or when a customer commissions something, the first go at it uh, sucks and uh, uh, sucks hard. So I usually have to make something twice to make sure that I work out all the bugs. I know a lot of people like to do things in SketchUp or in some other thing in the computer or, or uh, Fusion 360 I know is super popular, but for me, Fusion 360 is like mind-numbingly difficult to get through as far as the um, 
as far as the interface and how to use it, I found SketchUp easier to jump into and I think is more appropriate for anything that isn't, um, I guess, a commercial prototype or whatever. Anyways, long story short, all nonsense to say, I prefer to get in there and build and I feel like you're the same way. Yeah, I mean, I, you- I, do, I do go over things like, you know, I think about it for depending upon what it is I, things that i've done many times of course i can just jump in but mm-hmm. if i'm coming up with a concept i'll i'll just i'll build it in, in in my thoughts you know you build it you do it over and over again you you know i can i can sit on the couch and not even be watching the tv but i'm actually building this prototype building this prototype and then it's like the third or fourth time it's like oh wait a minute if i do that that angle is not going to allow it's going to come out mm-hmm. wrong on this side so i can actually catch quite a few of the mistakes that would normally happen before I do it or just jump in build the first one see what goes wrong like you're saying you know as a as a prototype and um, then build the real thing even if it's not to scale in fact that's kind of fun sometimes if you jump in and if you, you're going to build a coffee table for your mom right build mm-hmm. a miniature one like a dollhouse size not dollhouse size but I mean seriously build a really tiny one with the same kind of joinery that you want to use the same look on it and mm-hmm. it takes maybe an hour to do it that way but you will catch a lot of the things that may have come up that you can now address hmm. before before the real deal. That is super interesting. I literally have never made a miniature before, but I would be interested to do that. And it's that fun. Would be, it could be fun. Also, yeah. we just uh, got a present for my daughter. She got a Barbie dream house, so maybe I'd put some stuff in there. Oh. That could be hilarious. I think Barbie could use a walnut dining table made from a miniature tiny slab i bet you i'll bet you if you reached out to matt cremona and you told him what you had in mind that he would ship you enough walnut to take (laughs) care of that i have enough walnut for a miniature (laughs) that i have enough for (laughs) no need to bug matt but i am a big fan i've actually been watching a lot of his uh a lot of his videos recently i don't know i go through i go through these phases where like certain people interest me more than others where I just like go back and just start watching all their back catalog, even if I've seen it or I haven't seen it. All of a sudden, I just go through this thing where I, I, I just love what they're doing. Their style really speaks to me at that time. I would translate that instead of um, certain people interest me. I, I would say I find myself reinterested in some people's videos. You may say whatever you wish. <laughs> um, what I find amazing the most about... Uh, young Mr. Cremona. Well, he's not now. He's on... What, they're popping out child number three, I believe. Yeah, they're going to have a third kid. Um, is that he's Canadian, is what you were going to say. Yeah, me too. Uh, no, what I find most amazing about him is that seeing him when he first started, and he was he looked so young, and he was just... And he, you can tell he was learning a lot of what he was doing at the time he was making these videos and the, the awkwardness. And he is... He, he's the real deal. He yeah. now is the... He is a woodworker extraordinaire. He's uh, he's just earned every. He's worked really hard to the success that he's now enjoying. And, and uh, Matt, if you ever happen to listen to this, which I'm sure you can't wait for every episode, uh, just know that uh, we admire you quite a bit. Isn't yeah. your uh, uh, your buddy what's his name? Spags. Yeah, Spags knows yeah. Matt a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're friends. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing I thought we'd talk about um, is the idea of uh, it takes two. Maybe you, whoever you may be, and uh, a smaller person in your life uh, for the season that's coming up and some ideas of maybe what they could make. Yes, or what you could make for them. Or what you could make for them. No, I was thinking more. You could do that, and I'll do what they could act. You could help them make to give out as gifts. Okay. Wait, which one are you doing? You're doing the one with the person in the... You're doing the kid in the shop. I'm doing the gift for the kid. Yeah. Okay. All right, you go first. Because, you know, I have so much experience. Well, I think you're going to get more experience. I am so... Let me tell you something. I want. I, I am counting down the days now to where I get to go to Utah and see the daughter person and my Utah family. Um, we are driving out now. We're going to caravan. We're not because the plan was to drive out, fly back. Now we're gonna. I'm taking my truck because I want to drive my truck. I took the yeah. camper shell off. I got a cover for the back of it. It's like all streamlined. <laughs> it's just yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we're gonna do that, and uh, we can bring up some more stuff. 
and I can because I'm gonna have to record while we're up there, so now I can bring my laptop and all that, so I don't have to worry about the airplane. Casey doesn't like to fly anyway. What's a 15-hour drive, right? Oh my god! So you're you are taking uh, Aspen's car with you? Yes, okay. and my truck. So Casey and I will take turns. Whatever she wants to drive, we'll take turns swapping around. She's she's been practicing driving my truck and the and the uh, the Aspen's car as well. So sweet. So her car doesn't fit in your car? I feel like it would, no? Close. Close, I, I bet. I measured it. I measured it. Boy, yeah. if I had another foot. <laughs> <laughs> Probably could, I feel well, like. Well, you know, we thought about, seriously, we thought about a, uh, a, trailer. a trailer. Yeah. Uh, and it would have to be a, a trailer because it's um, all-wheel drive, so you can't tow just a car dolly. It has to be on a trailer. Yeah. Um, and that's like well over $500 for one way, which is uh, all we would need. But it's like, eh. I, and, and I want to... I want to be able to to get there, because um, um, again, the, this is from all of her parents, right? Yeah. And um, but then to say, okay, but you can't have it now because we're here for a week and we need something to drive. Right. Yeah, that seems so mean. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, um, hey, yeah. check with that car because you might be able to unlock the rear differential. Uh, I did check, and it says you have to like super top it off if you're going to do it, and don't go over certain. It's it's just a uh, okay. Forget. Okay. And besides, I, I just don't. Why, why spend five hundred dollars when we have two vehicles? We'll just we'll just. I'm yeah. going to get walkie talkies, right? So Casey <coughs> and I can. She wants. She's already trying to come up with a handle. Yeah. What's yours? Mine's Dragonfly. When I used to be a kid, I used to have a CB in my Firebird and drive yeah. around and the dragonfly uh but anyway so we're gonna do that and then we'll just give it to the kids when we get up to utah it's like here you go have walkie talkies so that'd be fun okay because you could I, if you wanted to do the star wars nicknames red one red leader you could oh, be i'll be driving in chewy chewbacca is the name of my truck right so maybe, maybe i could be chewbacca one nope that's not how it goes oh well Excuse probably, me. Why? You'd be gold. You'd be gold one, and Casey, of course, would be gold leader. Well, yeah, she's definitely the leader. Right, because the Millennium Falcon was part of the bomber group, which is the which was the gold team. So, so speaking of Millennium Falcon, um, one, of the, one of the one of the things you can make that so I I figured I'd go through a couple of different age ranges, um, and if we're talking about really little kids, this is fun. This would be. Um, Popsicle sticks, you know, my favorite, right? Uh, glue them together on the four corners to make a little frame. So you have a little square frame. Okay. Um, you then, uh, you can use hot glue, right? But you have that. Now take a picture of the little person or of whatever you want. And you do a hole in this, uh, you know, enough. The picture has to be cut to fit inside the frame. So there's okay. about a quarter inch gap inside that square popsicle frame, and then yeah. you sew it <clears throat> to the frame. You see what I'm saying? So you put little holes, you can put the oh, okay, holes in the this. picture, and, and it kind of sticks together, and it becomes almost like an ornament. So ornaments is a great thing that you can make um, as presents from mm -hmm. children because it has their face on it, and you can put the year that it's from, and if it's for like grandma or somebody, every year grandma can get a different ornament from said little person. That is pretty sweet. Yeah, I thought so. I might steal that. Um, okay, so if I'm doing gifts for kids, um, one that I have done for my kids has been um, like wooden toys. So I've yes. made I've made them some airplanes, and those are like really easy shapes to do. Like even with a very limited tool set, you basically uh -huh. need a table saw and like a sander because you can do the like the pieces are so thin you could shape and sand. We'll you just, actually, you wouldn't even need a table saw. Um, yeah. A circular saw would work. A hand saw could even work. Because you're, you're basically, yeah. you're three pieces of wood. The wing, the little tip for the tail, and the body, the fuselage, right? Oh, no, I do wire-driven ailerons. <laughs> for pitch and yaw, yeah. With those no, fancy pliers that we talked about before, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, still getting right. pe people saying, hey, Bill, this is what you were talking about. Like, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. No, uh... No, you're absolutely right. It really is just three pieces of wood, uh, so really anybody can do it. And if there's a channel that I could recommend for, uh, oh, I remember the name, but her name is Jolene uh, Barry Barryell, Barry Bell, something like that. I can't mm -hmm. remember what the name of the channel is, but she's she's in Belgium and she does uh, she does all these wooden kids toys, and it's really cool. She's a uh, 
she's a really nice girl and she's doing really really cool stuff um, on YouTube I can't Jolene we've, re we've recommended her before her name is Jolene anyways anyways regardless it's uh, that's that's a really cool one to do for kids Jolene and is a Jolene Taylor it's not no it's not Taylor that's for sure okay there's a there's a Jolene the tool woman Taylor <laughs> ah but I'm bum good on, now I have to find it just so we don't look silly um, but uh, so I mean kids love this stuff especially the younger right. kids like my kids would would rather play with this wooden uh, with this wooden airplane over yeah. you know his uh, his Hulk and his Thor and his Spider-Man toys so well, it's, there's there's something alluring about because I, I can remember as a kid having block type toys where it's little little trucks and little cars made out of just basic wood shape with wheels or something on it. And there's just it's it's awesome and, and they're indestructible for the most part. And also, Daddy made this for you. You know, is right. a big part of it. Yep. You know, like and they see like how much how excited I am about it, and especially how excited I was to give it to him and. He, uh, you know, so he loves it. He picks it up because he knows that it makes me happy, so it makes yeah. him happy. Although, to be fair, we have been playing a lot of Nintendo Switch recently, so uh, a lot of well, things do, you know. You know, there's a, a little trick um, uh, I, I learned in parenting class that if you want your child to love the toy that you made, throw away all of their other toys. That is a hot tip, and I yeah. would, I would I'd put that even in the show notes, it's so good. <laughs> Throw away all of your children's toys except the one you want them to play with, of course. Yeah. Right. All right, so I, I have another one, and this one comes from none other than uh, my favorite person, my partner in life, my best friend, my wife. Casey says when she was in middle school, uh, they still had wood class, wood shop, and she had it. She took a wood chop class, right? And okay. I had never heard of this before, but she made something, and it's a bunch of little blocks of wood glued together with some ribbon. It's called a Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. I looked it up on YouTube, and it is it is simplicity personified, but it's amazing. It, it's like one of them trick wallets where you fold it one way and the money's there, and you fold it. Th it's not. So I would invite anybody, if they want to make a really cool, simple uh, toy for a child, or I mean, with a child, uh, look up a Jacob's Ladder. There's a couple of videos on YouTube that are pretty cool about it. Uh, and make sure you put Jacob's Ladder toy because I guess it has some other meanings. You don't want to. Well, watch there's a CrossFit. Videos. No, there's a CrossFit machine called a Jacob's Ladder, which is basically an infinity ladder. Right. There's also other things that you don't want to talk about on our podcast ever. Uh, but but put Jacob's ladder toy and you'll see this and, and I was blown away by it. We tonight at dinner we were she's like oh you're that's what you're going to talk about oh have you ever heard of a Jacob's ladder I made one of these when I was in middle school I'm like no way and I looked at it on YouTube I'm like that is really cool so very cool thing uh, huh. I think you and uh, uh, maybe a little bit older child uh, could make you know a, a toddler an elder toddler in the six to ten range maybe it might be a fun toy right. Um, I and I I did make this for my son, but I like the idea of chess sets, especially for kids. Oh yeah. So I've been teaching both of my kids how to play chess. Even my three-year-old, uh, well, I have three kids, but the two older ones, I've been teaching how to play. And it starts off by uh, just a memory game of, of memorize. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, it's dry here in Seattle. Um, <laughs> that was a joke, of course. Uh, I've been so it starts off as a memory game. So I've made them memorize the names of the pieces, and then the harder part is is the rules of the game. Right. But my kids are hyper competitive, so uh, they they love to compete with memorization games. And uh, believe it or not, my my three year old will will usually win because wow. she just has that kind of a memory. See, my my daughter who is three and a half is smart like my wife. And my son, who's five and a half, has more my style of intelligence, more, uh, uh, I guess, just random. Brutishly handsome. Well, he's way better looking than I am, that's for sure. But his his, his smarts is more emotional intelligence, and, like, he just gets people, and right. he's got, like, an amazing personality. Like, you just meet him, and you fall in love with him, and he's very outgoing. You put him in, in a group of anybody, and he'll walk out with ten best friends. My daughter is totally different. You know what I mean? She will just stick to us and cut and like it takes forever for her to warm up. But if you tell her one thing one time, she will remember it for the rest of her life, which is something I'm not looking forward to as she goes into her teenage years in a few 
in a decade or so, I guess. Yes, so you may want to yeah. start being nice to her now. I'm very nice to her, but she is scary smart. But all to say, yeah. so, like, she gets it. Like, what's this one? Rook. What's this one? Bishop. What's this one? King. What's this one? Pawn. So, like, so anyways, all to say, um, it's a great project to do. First of all, I really enjoy making chess boards and the chess pieces. Mm-hmm. And two, uh, it's something that kids are into. You know what I mean? Like, my son started learning chess in school, actually, so that was a bit of a head start for him. Uh, and, you know, strategy, uh, rule-based gaming, all, all that stuff. It's just it's fantastic for kids and, and just for them to be able to understand, uh, you know, rules and the way things move and patterns. And my son's learning patterns in school now, and it's just it's a great one. No, that's, that, that is an excellent gift for a child. Uh, and I hadn't thought about the memorization part of it. That, that could be a fun period of time teaching just that alone. I yeah. Mean, that's, it doesn't that's awesome. presuppose that they already know how to play. Like you could just right. be introducing them for the first time, and it's it's even a, you know I'm sure people are rolling out as like a chess board for a kid, but maybe you know they're growing into this gift, right? And it's something that they would you know well, cherish it, forever. So what's funny about that an analogy could be you know how I feel about safety on a machine. I would much rather have you know the machine before you know how to use it. What does right. it do? Same what, deal. You know, yeah. Where's the off and on? Which way does the blade turn? And I don't care how you use it. You don't have to be, if you know how, if you memorize it, if you know the pieces, if you know the parts, if you know the function, now when it comes time to put all that together, it's gonna to be so much easier. I can see that same uh, purpose in chess. Absolutely in chess. For wow. sure, yeah. yeah. So that, that was it. that's a good one. What else you got? Uh, let's see, you know what something is really fun that I, I can remember making as a kid is uh, playing with paper mache. Yeah. Um, so strips of newspaper, uh, some flour, I think, and water, and you kind of soak them until they're kind of wet, and you can put them over a balloon, like a small balloon, and wait for it to dry. Then you stick a needle through it, pops the balloon. <clears throat> well, that hardly sounded on the microphone at all. But uh, um, You want the two microphones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, bless you, by the way. Oh, thank you. Uh, paper mache over a balloon. So if you make a small one, again, you're looking like a, an ornament type thing. Uh, if you make a bigger balloon, wrapping it with the paper mache on it, you can color it, paint it, make a, uh, a face or a head, a funny you know, funny face like that. It's a lot of fun, the creativity that you can allow uh, a smaller kid, once you help them get it going, once it dries, see what they put on it. You know what I mean? It's just, I remember doing that when I was little, and uh, I definitely enjoyed that. Yeah. You could also do like more complex shapes with chicken wire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if it's something that uh, uh, you can see that they're happy about, and it's so much fun, it's, because it's it's a messy thing to play with, and who doesn't like making a mess, right? When you're when you're creating something, we do it in the shop with sawdust. When we were yeah. little, we did it with you know flour and water and whatever. Right. I do think it would work with plaster of Paris. Like, remember that time I bought it by accident. Uh, you know, pa- plaster Paris is what I remember using to make. Um, you put it in a, like any kind of a paper plate that has a, enough of a lip to pour a very thin layer. As it starts to harden, you do the little kids' handprints in it, and then you can scratch yeah. out their name. Uh, another gift idea, but I don't huh. know if it's the same stuff as you would use for paper mache. Okay. I guess you could. I guess if you made it really watery, it would work, right? That's what I think. I mean, why wouldn't it? Right? It would work with like spackle or whatever if you. Yeah. Got it wandering enough? Okay. That's a good first of all, I love that hand print thing. Mm, so many good ideas today, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you don't know what having uh, reconnected with uh, my child has made me think about and the smiles it brings me. So thinking of these types of things is a, a complete joy to me. I'm I'm um joyful to hear about that. I think it I think it, it's it's What's the opposite of age? It's made you more youthful. Oh, well, that's that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I need that. Yeah. Although when I bought her a Barney doll, Casey said, no, 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 wrong, wrong age. So I'm learning still. There's, you know. Right. To be fair, I think she would have been nice enough. Had you even given her that horrible gift, she would have been so nice about it. She'd be like, oh, thank you. You know what's weird is I'm pretty sure Barney is so far before her time. Uh, how old? she's sixteen, right? Yeah, it's about ten years before, before her, her time. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the last time I paid attention to like little kids' things. I My brother and sister used you. to watch. Yeah, you they're twenty-five and twenty-six, and they watched that as children. Yeah, and, yeah. and we had those VHS tapes, 
and I hate you had to rewind them and they'd watch an hour and a half tape and then rewind it and then mm-hmm. watch it again and mm-hmm. that was the sound that was that was the soundtrack of my teenage years was listening to that horrible purple thing that it may have been horrible but it's true to this day Phil because I do love you and I know you love me and we're Are best we family friends. though yeah. Are, we're best friends as best friends should be or I yes. have family. Yeah, there's family in there too. There's yeah. family in there too. Yeah, I mean, it's not you're not, you're you're not wrong. You're not so wrong. Now, I mean, you're not right know, either. But yeah. now we know we're not to buy commercially for children ever. Uh, yeah. What's another gift you can come up with to make for for a kid? What about a little bit of an older kid? Um, well, I was gonna do one more younger one because I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna steal um, I'm gonna half steal a Keith Decent idea. He made that Stegosaurus. Um, SD card holder. Remember oh, that? Oh yeah, it's got yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. So instead of doing it for SD cards, I would do it for crayons, and then you can just oh. do like a whole spiny back on it. So oh, be a you super might cool want Joel Crawford <clears throat> is going to steal that. I can tell you right now, it's a Spartan knife holder and the Stegosaurus crayon holder right next to yeah. each other on his webpage. I can see it now. You know what? More power to him. That's not something I want to make commercially, but. I think I think I would make it for my kids because they're both into dinosaurs, anyways. And so far, I keep saying both, like I only have the two, but I do, I do have the three. Just the youngest one, he's just like a year and a half. So currently, he cannot express his wants or desires, but as soon as he does, I will provide for them. Well, that's what you're there for. You teach him to want to listen to reclaimed audio. We do need that plus one listener to put us into the dozens of listeners. Yes. Well, not only that, we want we want to engage as many of the different generations as we can. So, what generation is he? The I don't think they've named it. I, don't <laughs> I just cracked open a four dollar bottle of water here in my hotel room because my throat was so dry. And uh, again, so people know, he's in Seattle, Washington. Washington, yeah, Seattle, gorgeous city, by the way. And I am around Wednesday night, if anyone's uh, looking for a hangout. I'm down here by the water, although, uh, oh yeah, actually, I'm going to release this tomorrow, so it's fine. Uh, yeah. I got another one, and this is something that Chris Cute posted um, that people of our age will know. And it's still an amazing, fun, fun, fun gift to make. And it's when you used to take the TV guide, and you would fold it, and you'd make a Christmas tree out of it. Do you, What's do you a TV guide? Uh, TV Guide is a very small magazine. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. So anyway, if you take a TV Guide book, right, and I remember making these as a kid. I made one for my mom, my grandma, everybody else. You fold the top half and you fold the bottom. Again, watch a YouTube video on how to make a TV Guide Christmas tree, but then you spray paint it green, and then you can add some glitter to it and everything, and it is a super cool, like a centerpiece for a table, and Mm. it was was made by a kid, so the adults have to love it. My grandma would put it out every year at Christmas. It was pretty cool. That is cool. Do they still make TV Guides? They do. Really? They they absolutely do. Why would anyone need that? Really? Um, it's not what I remember. Mostly being about what was on TV, and now it's more like a little magazine, the size of a TV guide. But yeah, there's still TV guides out there. Because I remember it being like telling you what was on, t- like, right? Right. Like it a was schedule. like a, gu- a channel. It was guide, a schedule. Yeah. 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 And now you just have them on your TV. Yeah. But they still do it. They still do huh. it. So, and if not, I bet you go to Grandma's uh, attic, and you can probably find cases of old TV guides because people used to save them too for some reason. Yeah, in case the shows came back on. <laughs> yeah, I got this in case of reruns. There were there were articles and, and things like that in them as well. I mean, recipes. It was kind of a neat little magazine, you know, back before technology, I guess. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, for older kids, I guess, like, desk organizers. I mean, you could make anything, right? So if you've got an older kid who really does have, like, some a desk, doesn't right. sound... You know, desk organizers. Uh, I wanted to make a cool clipboard for uh, for my co-coach when we were coaching soccer this summer, but it didn't work out. I just had to travel like crazy, so I, I never got around to it. But basically, I would steal the parts from a store-bought clipboard and then put them onto something much cooler, like some kind of a, a laminated, uh, different wood species kind of clipboard. Right. I thought that would be really cool because... 
I don't know. Do kids use clipboards? They must use clipboards, like, to write notes and stuff. I don't know. You'll find no. out soon. I guess I'll find out I, soon I, enough. Yeah, I don't think yours are clipboard age yet, so yeah. That, that no. Was, uh, but I, that do, I use a clipboard in the shop. I still use it. Yeah, I use clipboards yeah. all the time. I use it to keep track of all my projects, and a lot of times I'm literally this... It was when I leave. I left on sa- so on Saturday. My wife and I walked around the house, and she's like, "Okay, I want to do this project for the kids. Okay, I want to do this. I want to do this." So then I start taking measurements, and so I've got a whole, like, uh, I guess that's a honeydew. I guess it's a honeydew. That's what I use it for. So, so that brings me that this is um, what if you had an older kid, um, and and I wouldn't know the the appropriate age, but say you had them help you. Mm-hmm. make a gift and you tell them it's for whoever right yeah and say it's a desk something like that something a little bit more intricate that you have them help you but then it turns out it's theirs oh ooh, i love that right i, love I think that. that would be really cool you you your your son or daughter helps you in the shop and um, you build this piece of furniture and they're thinking it's for somebody else and when it's all said and done it's like merry christmas great work this is yours Wow, so free labor. That's <laughs> You know what? I have to tell you I I re- as a father, I love that idea. I think it's I just kind of I don't know if I'm good enough an actor to pull that off for them to be like, "Yeah, obviously this is mine, dad. I know." But, uh, <laughs> you know, but either way, but, I think it's a fantastic made, idea. Yeah, that would be fun though, wouldn't it? It would Even be if fun. They knew. Even if they knew. If even if they knew, hundred percent, I think it's yeah. an amazing idea, and I think I will, I will definitely uh, do that in the future. Yeah, I think I yeah. That. With the once they're old enough, get them out in the shop and the the saws and everything that's dangerous that you have to really. There's a good teaching moment there, and then the reward at the end, you know. For sure, so. and in fact, I would get them involved in CNC projects, like they can start oh, designing CNC stuff. Actually, I have to. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know why my throat's like this, but um, I wanted to build a new mount for my CNC to put in a new router because I kind of damaged the collet on the Bosch Colt that's on there now. And I was thinking, remember we were talking about this on Facebook, you and I? Yeah. About the different collets and stuff. And I was like, and then it occurred to me, I have like another router. I should just build a base for that and that would be way easier and better. So I think I'm, that's going to be a total tangential topic to what we're talking about right now and has nothing to do with it but I just it just occurred to me that I'm very excited about it yeah um, and you have a community to reach out to I, I oh, yeah. bet you uh, everybody would help you with uh, uh, Dave Gatton uh, your Canadian brethren over on the uh, other side over there um, Who, uh, Trevor Trevor, Trevor yeah. and uh, Jason uh, other side he's in Ontario but okay whatever yeah. <laughs> Other side, <laughs> but actually, I was also because I was also looking at getting some um, some extruded aluminum. Taking this CNC that I have that basically has a twelve by twelve inch working area, mm-hmm. and upcycling it into a three a foot by one. three foot, yeah, because now, everything is everything is usable. I just need more different Acme longer Acme thread, whatever you know what I more mean. More wire, wire not even, no, that wouldn't really change. I more of the of the bar stock to keep it stable, and that's it. The right. motors are good. The carriage is good. You know what I mean. So it's it'd be a pretty yeah. cool thing. See, this would be a situation where you said um, you know having the having the kid in the shop and you're you're doing this thing and you're showing them. In my case, with the CNC, they have to be showing me. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll send my son over. He can explain it to you. He's already five and a half. Yeah, he's probably better at it than I would ever be. So. Just kidding. He currently is very good at Nintendo Switch. That's what we're up to as far as tech. And he's great on his iPad. So, but I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna whip him into shape. He'll be. He'll be good at tech. My my daughter loves to use Microsoft Paint to make uh, mouse paintings. So, just getting them comfortable on the computer, I think, is, and the interface is is most important. Watching. Um. Uh. So Aspen is into theater on the technical side of it. Um. 
managing production, building the set pieces, things like that. Wow. And um, imagine my glee when she posts a picture of their delivery of lumber for the next production that they're going to do. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like, it's like, yay, we after two weeks, we finally got what we need to do to build this set. And I'm just like, ah. Yeah, yeah, that's wow. That's, that's pretty cool. So she's already, uh, but again, she's in, into you know she wants to be directing and doing all the behind the, behind the scenes stuff. Um, but as well, she has already contacted me about hey, I'm I got to build a piano out of this little bench, you know, make it look like it just a just a prop, you know, blah 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 blah. And it's like oh, I got my heart melts, and then you know, I'm wow, like, yay, yeah, I know. There's I know. something about apples and trees and not falling far from them. I know, and they're handy when you're hungry. Not the tree apple. That yeah. is where I was going with that. Yeah. And something about keeping doctors away. So. And cider. Yep. <laughs> Terrific. All right. All right, maybe we need Tim. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> maybe there's something that allows us to stray, that sway holds together. I don't know. I don't know. I think we've been pretty crisp up until... Up until my nonsense recently, uh, I think this. You know what? I think this has been our best show ever. Oh, I know it's been our best show. I mean, okay, that's without a doubt. Without, know. not we even. We talked about we doubt. talked about our kids, our wives, um, children in general, Christmas, Hanukkah. What What else is there? This is the best show in the world. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Suck it. And my way. truck. Um, and my yeah. truck made its way into this discussion. How could it not? How could it not? And so what else takes two to do? Sometimes sometimes a little help in the shop. Um, okay. Okay, this one's more of a tip. Um, don't do what I did when I bought my uh, my used jet uh, drill press. The thing is probably 120 pounds. <laughs> and I lifted it out of my car by myself and raised it up over my head to put it on the cart that I built for it. And then hurt my back for probably a good two weeks. So sometimes, wait the ten minutes until your buddy gets home to help you lift things. That's yeah. a good piece of advice. I also lifted this thing out of the person's basement, so I carried it upstairs. I, that probably did more damage than anything, actually. I really wanted it, and it was a really good deal. So, you know, no, adrenaline. It, it really is a good deal, and I can tell you in... Eight, nine more years, you're gonna realize, you're gonna remember that day that you lifted that by yourself out of there. Oh, meaning the back. Okay, fair enough. As I get older, all right. Yeah, yeah. But you're well, good for now. I'm good for now. I think I, yeah. I only have one permanent back injury. I got into a brawl with this guy at hockey, and I landed up uh, tearing a muscle in my back. So every once in a while, the scar tissue will seize up, mm -hmm. and I'm just sort of crippled uh, until I can massage it and break it up and then I'm okay for a little bit but uh, so far that's the only back thing knock knock some let veneered me, wood me, here let me give you some advice that has saved me many a time I'm listening I can always every time without a doubt I can every single time run way faster than you can when I'm scared and you're mad not too far to go on the ice with closed boards it's a circle, ain't it? Yeah, although I was, you know what I mean. Like I, I didn't get beat down. I, I was kind of the aggressor in the situation. No, I'm just saying. I, you know, I, I can run way faster, scared than you can, man. Probably. Yeah. Probably. You have longer legs. Um, yeah. So I um, guess that's that's our last hot tip there. Yeah. yeah well, you know, uh, um, maybe just some of the tools. Don't forget. Uh, don't overcomplicate things when you're when you're making things for kids or working with kids in the shop. Mm. Um, you can use everything. You, it, you know, it's just use your common sense. You can teach them how to use a table saw, and you can also use a a miter saw box to do most things. You can get out the Dewalt cordless, or you can use a screwdriver. Don't forget, screwdrivers exist, and it's okay. And kids would love to put a screw in something and feel like they helped you do something. So don't overcomplicate it. You can use the basic of tools. It takes two in the shop when you got your kid out there with you, your son or your daughter, and they're helping you make something. Unless you're Mark Schaefer Meyer and you've got 18 of them. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, in, in fact, I'm pretty sure he's actually Santa and those are really elves. But Well, it would make a lot more financial sense. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 
But that is, honest, in, in all seriousness, that is terrific advice. Because that has been a little bit of my hesitation, excuse me, with bringing my son into the shop or my daughter into the shop is the fact that there's a lot of loud machines in there and that that can be dangerous. But you're absolutely right. Like, my, we don't need to be using drills mm -hmm. to drive screws. We can definitely just use screwdrivers and hand saws and all that stuff. Um, and in fact, it's probably better to start that way anyway. There's no reason why kids shouldn't know how to saw and sight down a line. If, and, and if you want to, if you really want to get your your son or daughter working with power tools and you want to try the safest one in the world, get a scroll saw. You can find them right. every day on Craigslist for fairly cheap. You know, you don't need to get that the yellow one that's $700 that I would love to have. Um, but right. you can get them for $25, $50. And that is a, it, it's a machine. It makes noise. It's got a blade that goes up and down. So all the safety things that you can teach them are there. But... It's, you know, it's a scroll saw, you know. Yeah, it's hard to get really that hurt. Right. So it's a, that's a great that's way a to get. That's a good point. Yeah. And, and, and you can put it away. You can get a smaller one. You can actually put it, if you're not going to use it, use it for when Jake wants to come out with you. And, Daddy, can we make something? Yeah. And pull out some scrap and have them scroll out a happy face. <clears throat> that's true. Um, what about that nibbler thing? Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mitchell Dillman actually was playing with that a long time ago. So it's been around for a while. I remember him doing a video. They sent him one to show because he's a metal worker as, mm -hmm. as well as a log furniture. And it was pretty neat then. But then, of course, Izzy takes it and he mm -hmm. turns it into a child safe, uh, like table saw type thing. If you haven't right. seen that video, look that up. Yeah. I, it, did he have it working with wood, like really, or was it cardboard? Uh, no, it was like balsa wood. I'm pretty sure he put like uh, uh, balsa wood or something. It worked in okay. there just fine. Leather, cardboard, um, of course, uh, thin metal is what it's for. You know, light gauge metal. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's another fun tool too. Or even 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 a, a cordless, uh, not like a cordless twenty volt drill, but the the like little six volts, you know, uh, power screwdrivers, things like right. that to get kids used to. Again, handling a machine that you know you got to be careful because if you if you're not careful, it'll slip off the screw and you can poke your finger. You know, right? Which, which did, which did, happen <laughs> to me. which did happen to me also. Yeah, uh, my hands look like I got into a fist fight. You know, so it's uh, it's pretty. You do well, no matter how old you are and no matter how much experience you have. Let's take two minutes and think about safety and design. It, it, it only takes two, a couple of those minutes to seriously kind of go over something in your head and, and it's like, what's going to happen if I do this? What would be better? Take a break, if you're especially if you're tired. Take two. Take two minutes to relax for a few minutes and then go back at it. Or take a business trip and then go back and do it like you are. Yeah, exactly. Seattle. Um, okay, let's, I think I'm going to see if we have any uh, reviews to go over. Review reviews. Ooh, that's one of my favorite parts of the show. Where they See, say I listen something. to every episode, and then it's my I, I get giddy. I get giddy when it comes to the review reviews. Really? Why yeah. would you say that is? Um, because most oftentimes um, they're positive and people love us. Most often, except for that that one time. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> we do have one. This one is from the Bald Ogre. <laughs> friend, of, friend of yours um, title is a good listen and the review goes as such the guys are great period informative some of the time inspiring a lot of the time hilarious all of the time especially so when listened to at half speed <laughs> I hit the button accidentally once and was listening and wondered what the blank had happened and couldn't stop grinning like an idiot so there's, or, or there's you can do. do the, you can get the same effect if you drink half a bottle of Nyquil, right before yeah. listening to the podcast. True story. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Yeah. And this minty flavor is licorice as well. Ooh. Okay. Uh, what grabbed your attention this week? Would you say? I mean, if you had to, what you do? Because that's where we're at. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some uh, sellout stuff. You know what grabbed I'm my listening. attention this week? Um, Carolina boots. Yeah. So if you're not following Carolina on Instagram and stuff, they have, they're always, they are such a part of the community, obviously uh, supporting two of my favorite people, 
the other guy on our podcast and Paul Jackman, as well as mm-hmm. many others. I mean, it's just a great company, Love Carolina, and they're always coming up with these flash sales or 20% off. So they did. They had a Flash Friday sale on this specific boot, and I'm like, dude, this is like a um, $75 boot for 40 bucks. I'm like, I'm going to get it. Aluminum toe, all black, super, and I think I wear a size 10. Well, yeah. you know what happens when you get older? Your feet get flatter and longer. So huh. they shipped these out to me very quickly, and they didn't fit. So I sent them back for free because, I mean, this is how easy the process was. There was a label in the box. I took it to UPS. I, I Here you go. They said, we got it. Done. Don't worry about it. Within a week, Carolina had sent me a, an email saying, your new boots are on their way back. I got home from work. And this, this whole process is about maybe a little over two weeks, right, of getting them, sending it back. I got home today. My new boots were there. I'm wearing them now. I was going to use them. They're aluminum-toed. Um, I forgot the name of them. But anyway, cool. I thought these would be good shop boots. No, they're now my dress boots. They look good. <laughs> they're so They're so comfortable um thank you carolina and, the, and the, the whole reason why this came up apparently for me being an idiot not ordering the right size they also sent me a free pair of carolina socks in the box oh that's nice i know it was like the, and they're nice socks too they're like they're real wintry good uh and that brought me to thinking of somebody izzy's been touting lately and we all know mike Klingspore. clings i'm gonna start ordering my sandpaper from uh cling spores because they are us they are the community and uh, yeah so I need I some. Just, yeah. What caught my attention is some of these businesses now that are that are just being a part of the community, and I appreciate that. So yes, hundred anyway. percent. I agree with you. We have to take care of our own. Yeah, I mean it's 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 really neat to see that because there is so much out there that really there, it's just over commercialized. I mean, Tim would have a twenty minute rant, I'm sure now, but what I'm saying is, bigger businesses that's not what they do. You know, they're they're making a lot of product. They're trying to sell. There's numbers involved but these companies realize that not only can they be super cool to the community but it, it is beneficial to everybody so again follow follow carolina and clinkspore on online because the different social medias because they're constantly throwing out what did i hear on the uh, maybe podcast mike clinkspore says if you use the code unicorn meat you'll get a zero percent off on everything that you buy hey that's a right? tremendous deal yes i know but but uh, anyway, that that's what caught my attention. So, how about you, bud? What 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 what? Uh, as I said, I've been watching a lot of Matt Cremona's older videos, mm-hmm. and also another fellow Canadian, Art uh, Art Mulder, Art and Wood. Do you know yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's uh, he's really good. I, I like his style, and I, and I like I like that he also has a smaller shop, and I, he talks about some of the challenges that he has, and he. He just makes really nice stuff, and he and he has worked with Reclaimed, so he did a lot of stuff with uh, with church pews that he took apart, and so he's worked with a lot of Reclaimed, and uh, yeah, that's that's what I got there. You know, I really didn't know Matt was a Canadian. He's from Toronto originally. Wow, where does he live now? Minnesota. So he's not Canadian. Well, I mean, Minnesota basically is Canada. <laughs> All right, if you're so Matt Cremona, what's his buddy's name, his best friend in the whole world? His name is something Russian. <laughs> Come on, Dima. Oh, Dima, right, Dima, right. I don't know if Dima, it's Russian specifically, but it's Slavic. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's uh, Waganov is his last name, I'm pretty sure. So. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You nailed it. You're such a you're such a man of the world. So you're so worldly. And PC, don't forget. I'm a very PC person. I thought you were using an Apple. I get that. And, we end up, <laughs> and they fall from the trees. And that makes me think of my daughter. I'm. We're going to end the show with a smile. Full I, circle. First circle. Oh full gosh. circle. Okay. Our channels on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. I'm Phil Pinsky. Uh, check out williamlutes.com. Yep, those are all the websites. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Contact us for show topics, feedback, uh, comments. We love all that stuff from you guys. Uh, info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com goes to all two of us. and uh, Or you can hit us up on Twitter at reclaimedaudio. Uh, on iTunes, leave us them reviews. We love reading them out. We love getting them from you as long as they're five star. 
there's a link on our website, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, to be able to just click on it. It opens up your iTunes, and you can leave a review right there. Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio, the absolute best way to keep these two guys on the air and making the best podcasts that have ever been made. So, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Uh, I kind of have a crush on you right now. I'm just well, like, Well, listen, it's, the truth must be told. The truth will get out. Yes. And the here it is. The truth shall set you out of the jail. Correct. Yeah. Correct. No payment required. No. It's all free. Collect that 200 um, as you pass go. That's right. I think that's I think that's it. That's the whole I, thing. I'm pretty sure we can't do much more than that. That's right. Be okay. No, be don't even be okay. You know what? Just be. Just, just be, be, man. Just be. Yeah. Just be. Just just be. I love it. I love the West Coast. Just be, man. Just be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Oh, never mind. Okay. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.